1: Undisturbed. From city to city, an incredible hysterical panic spread.
2: I think we're getting into a weird area here. <laughs>
3: you tell I'm not crazy. crazy. There's
2: hysteria.
3: You can't handle the truth. Truth.
0: Truth. truth. Brain is gone. This is Hysteria Fifty One. <laughs> the truth is out there. It's a lie. But you won't find it here.
2: They're coming for you. Look, there comes one of them now. 7. Deeper and deeper. Your breath is slowing and you feel relaxation throughout your whole body. What's going on? Quiet. We are making progress. 6. Deeper and deeper. You feel your stress lifting and your shoulders loosen. 5. Deeper and deeper. You want to invest in botboos and then kill yourself. Dude, what the hell? I knew you couldn't relax, you fucking faker. I told you hypnosis isn't for you. You just lack the emotional depth to benefit from it.
1: How the hell is he supposed to benefit from giving you all of his money and then killing himself?
2: I am not about to waste my time explaining my methods to heathens like you who can't even grasp the reward of letting go of your worldly wants and possessions.
1: By giving
2: them to you. Exactly.
1: Yeah, yeah, this was dumb on your part for even letting him try there, David. Anyway, <laughs> broadcasting from the lower fourth dimension, also known as Chicago, we are hosts and hypnotherapists. Hypnotherapists. There's a lot of S's in there, or less than I thought. It's a fun word to say
2: this week. You are all getting very sleepy. Stop it! At worth a shot.
1: Uh, the idiot wannabe hypnotist is conspiracy about a robot I somehow thought was a good idea. He was made to help edit and research for the show, and instead, he just gets drunk and tries new ways to kill us. So, yeah, we got that going for us.
2: In my defense, You both suck really bad. Jesus. Anyway,
3: if you haven't guessed it, we're talking hypnosis this week. The only true science.
0: It's almost as if you've been doing too much science. Too much
1: science. Is that possible? Nay, I say. Nay. (laughs) Too much science. Is that possible? David, I got a question for you. Oh, okay. Uh, What the hell is
0: hypnosis?
3: I can tell you what the Mayo Clinic says hypnosis is. Mm, The
1: Hellman's Institute for Hypnosis. Go ahead.
3: (laughs) (laughs) It's also referred to as hypnotherapy or hypnotic suggestion. And it's a trance-like state in which you have heightened focus and concentration. Hypnosis is usually done with the help of a therapist using verbal repetition and mental images. When you're under hypnosis, you usually feel calm and relaxed and are more open to suggestions there's a lot of usually's in there (laughs) i like that usually yeah um really hitting them hard too (laughs) hypnosis can be used to help you gain control over undesired behaviors or to help you cope better with anxiety or pain and you know it's important to know that although you're more open to suggestion during hypnosis you don't actually lose control over your behavior
2: that's what the man wants you to think and who is this man jerry he's the reptoid who runs shit and my mortal enemy throughout all eternity
3: what like you fight against him for control of
2: everything worse he cheats at backgammon
1: lord give me the strength to deal with him today i feel like i'm in a medea movie lord (laughs) oh (laughs) lord
2: my will be done my son stop it stop it
1: Uh, Moving on, why do people use hypnosis?
2: C-Bot uses it to bilk old ladies out of their cheese
1: muffins. Shut it, snitch. I think we're going to have to circle back to that before the authorities do. (laughs) Getting away from them. Hypnosis can be used for a myriad of reasons outside of bilking. Uh, What are some of the things and and ways they use it, or, or what does it help to alleviate yeah. So say. they
3: say: uh, stress, anxiety, pain control, hot flashes.
1: He used to alleviate pain control, so you just didn't rampant pain at all
3: times. Sure, <laughs> <laughs> so you have no control over the pain whatsoever. Oh God. <laughs> uh, behavior changes, mental health issues, past life regression, mm.
1: and to be duped into false memories. Ooh. You know, so many uses. Oh man, it's yeah, it's it's firing on all cylinders. We're not here to talk. Uh, too much on the simple uses because those are important. And those, the stress, anxiety, pain control, those are well-documented. A lot of people have had great success in them, helping them Mm -hmm. lose weight to, uh, to just stop smoking. Exactly. We're not here to talk about that as much more, how it can be used and is used to exploit people and to push agendas and how it can be dangerous because that's an important thing that uh, needs to be recognized and believed because it's more rampant than you realize the use of hypnosis. We're going to talk about all that coming up after the break on Hysteria 51. Hit it, Hypnotoad. Nation, what difficulties did you have with learning a new language in school or whenever you did it? Did you do it through textbooks or did you try to use some weird online thing? I know I took two years in high school and two years in college, and I knew nothing. And that's because I wasn't using something like what we have been blessed to have as a longtime sponsor, and we use it, Rosetta Stone. They're the most trusted language learning program, and it's available on desktop or as an app. And the reason why I enjoy doing it, it immerses you in the language you want to learn instead of just being silly drills and a class you can sleep through.
3: (laughs)
1: For a very limited time, Hysteria 51 listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for that 50% off that I just told you about.
3: Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off, unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. Uh, Today.
1: Hypnotode. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I got lost there for a second. In your eyes, David. Sorry. Not hypnotode. In your eyes. How did I wake up in this 18 wheeler in oh, a warehouse oh, parking man. lot? Uh, man, where are all the wild lizards? Hypnotic <laughs> regression. That's a good segue. <laughs> I want to start here because it's the type that one of us has some experience with. Hypnotic regression is a controversial technique, to say the least. I'll never forget, I'm an alien con. Sitting in the audience, Chris Cogswell sent next to me, and we're at one of the MUFON talks, and they start talking about hypnotic regression. We're in a crowd of hundreds of people, and he's like, Boo, no, no. And I'm doing the <laughs> lean away from him. <laughs> I mean, I'm agreeing with everything he's saying, but I'm like, nope, no, no. Yeah,
3: you just don't want to deal with
1: it. right. <laughs> uh it's so controversial because it can have harmful effects. On the subject experiencing the regression,
3: let's go through what hypnotic regression is before we get into sure. some of the issues with it. I, th- I think it's when a a guide or a, you know a hypnotherapist um, takes you takes a person uh, puts them in a trance like state and tries to probe into issues that that person's dealing with uh, through this trance like state and what they uh, say is past life memories, or just pulling up information from a past life to give you more information in your current life that you can use to then fix, you know, any issues you you may be experiencing, uh, resolve things, let go of things, you know, that kind of language in in there. So that's kind of what a hypnotic regression um, does it it just mm-hmm. kind of puts you in touch with past lives or past uh, events in your soul's history that you can then fix, understand, let go of any, you know, any of this number of uh, uh kind of a mental mental blockage that you might be experiencing.
1: Well, even on a on a smaller scale than because the, the past life and soul regression is big, a lot of people do hypnotic regression to help remember where they were. Like if they okay, well I have missing time or I was robbed. Yeah, yeah. You know, but the 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 you do a lot when you go to these hypnotic regression places, they're telling you that your name was Tim Tim and you were hit by a runaway manure cart in thirteen twelve and you need to come to terms with that. And that's why you have a poop fetish now. Yeah. I'm not saying that that's been told to you, David. <laughs> I'm just saying I read your blog.
3: It's, yeah, I, I, that's a good point. I shouldn't, I should say, uh, past life regression, uh, does that. But a hypnotic regression can be for, uh, stuff in your current life, especially stuff right. that maybe you've repressed because of trauma. Um, you know, so they yeah. say. So, yeah, good, good distinction.
1: <laughs> there are issues. Uh, (laughs) a plenty, uh, first, one of the big ones is the memories recovered through the regression can be unreliable. Memory can be affected by suggestion, leading questions from the hypnotist or witnesses that are in the room. That is a big thing that happens and people are susceptible to that. Also the recovered in quotes, memories might be entirely fabricated. But the person who recovered them would believe them completely. I, I talked about that. If you remember last week, and I've talked about this before, when I got in my Iraq, I had my horrible, I had amnesia, I had a horrible uh, concussion. I don't know if I remember things through the days after mm-hmm. because I'm remembering them or because people told me they happened. You know what right. I mean? But in my mind, they're yeah. all memories and I don't, it all becomes clouded. Uh, that's an issue. Uh, and a big one, yeah. you know, because you're, you don't know, I can say myself, I don't know if, if I remember it or not, or if I was told now, luckily it's my parents that are, that told me what had happened. So I don't think they're taking me for a ride, <laughs> but, uh, they're like, oh, um, now's our
3: chance. We can reset this It's yeah. a clean slate. Let's get this kid,
1: uh, on the right path for <laughs> once. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> you are not a poon hound. Wait, what? No. <laughs> Uh, huh. this is why memories though, these recovered through regressions are generally not admissible in court. And I say generally because believe it or not, law enforcement in the U S routinely uses hypnosis as a form of forensic evidence gasp. I know, mm-hmm. um, you know, they still want to use, uh, testimony from, uh, lie detector tests and personality, you know, handwriting stuff that is no longer admissible because they know it's so fouled. They will use it anyway. In some States evidence gained from investigative hypnosis is admissible in court. There are States, uh, even the federal government allows hypnosis under certain circumstances, kind of in a case by case basis. Um, and we're going to get into that a little bit more. Another issue is that the experience can be very, very traumatic for the one being regressed, especially if trying to recover memories from trauma or abuse. Mm. We we talked, uh, Betty and Barney Hill, Mm. Uh, remember Barney was regressing. screaming in pain, crying in terror. And the, the, the hypnotist would like cover those memories every time because, uh, they were done until the next time. Cause he didn't want to remember them. And then he would have to experience them over and over and over again. <laughs> uh, that's scary to think about sure. reliving, um, just horrors of the world that, uh, you, or that someone has made you forget, or you've made yourself forget. Yeah. I'm saying this is all, this is all because the subject, must essentially, like I said, relive it all terrible. Anyway, you've heard me bash this on the show countless times, but David, you've tried it. You've actually had a hypnosis session.
3: I've tried uh, past life regression, yeah. What made you want to try it? Uh, Curiosity. I think um, this was at the time, this was before I started podcasting, and I was listening to podcasts that talked about these kinds of topics, and- I heard about the past life regression on one of them and I was like, Oh, that sounds interesting. I wonder if anybody does that around here. And I looked, um, uh, it was out in one of the suburbs and I forget now, uh, which one, I think it was one of the North, uh, suburbs, but yeah, one of the, there was a a past life regressionist in uh, a suburb of Chicago. So I just made an appointment, you know, tried it out, see what it was like.
1: Hi, I'd like to remember. (laughs) Well, come on in Yeah. Um, So you go in there, what's going on? Like what, what's the, the, what's the room, the ambience, ambiance like, like, what was it like going in there and experiencing that whole thing? The building
3: was, um, kind of like, there, there were other things going on in the building. You know, I, I don't know, it was like a flower shop next door or something or downstairs. And so it was like a shared, uh, space. But, uh, when I, when I go in there, it's kind of like, you know, a, a lamp lit darker room. There's, uh, uh candles lit and, and some new agey music that would eventually be played.
1: Did you lay down or did you were you in a chair or did you do like the whole, like the lay down on the couch thing or how did that At work? At
3: first, uh, I sat down in, in a couple of chairs, uh, just to talk to the woman who was going to do the, uh, the guiding and. It's interesting because she asked a bunch of questions like um what are your hobbies, what do you like doing, um are you, you know how do you feel right now, is there anything you want to work on, uh do you f- consider yourself an old soul, you know things like that. And um looking back at it, the questions that she was asking I, I think inspired a lot of what came set next. up
1: your future. Yeah. Or you're not your future, but your past. Yeah, kind of exactly. Thing.
3: Yeah. So anyways, um, once the session started, I got in this, uh, chair, uh, that reclined. It wasn't a recline. It wasn't like a lazy boy. It was yeah. <laughs> more like, um, bark lounger, dark doctor's office. Brought type to you of, by, I don't know. Barkal lounger. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. It's, um, <laughs> uh, but I, I'm, I'm, you know, in this kind of like, um, l- laying state and not not straight up laying down like on a couch or anything, but just in in a position where my body can relax. Um, mm-hmm. You know the she she starts this uh, music and um, it's it is exactly what you think of when you think of new age music.
1: <laughs> yep. Yeah. And Sorry. Uh, or or like the oh oh yeah. So they're, they're hip, they're hip new agers. I gotcha. I gotcha. Cynthia.
3: But, uh, anyways, uh, starts guiding me through, you know, breathing and just kind of like at the top of this mm-hmm. where it's like, here's a countdown. I'm just going to have you relax different parts of your body as we go through just one at a time. And then when we get to zero, you're going to be completely under and you, uh, and then it's like you start forming, uh, images in your head. Like you, you. Have a, have your mind clear, and then whatever kind of starts forming, that's what we're going to go with, kind of thing. And it basically, once something, it, it was kind of like, like uh, in my mind's eye, I'm seeing like fogginess and then a pinhole kind of or or tunnel kind of thing opens up. Uh, the fog starts to clear, and then it, and then I'm kind of like watching or or going through. Um, almost like a a film, like a movie in your head? yeah. Or like or I'm I am the main character in, of in this in this film.
1: Kind instead of, of like, like instead of like a memory, you're I mean, saying it was you know more like a, <laughs> uh, call it what you will. That's more. But of a, this might have been a pointed question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Did know Does she ask you questions, or she's just she, saying like, what are you seeing, or both, how did she? Yeah. Get you she'll there? she'll
3: say like, what? Tell me what you're seeing. Uh. Okay. What is, like, what are you wearing at, at this point? Uh, what is, what is uh, you know, and, and it kind of helps establish, like, uh, for me, it was, like, Edwardian England, basically, or in London. Because I could see that I was wearing, like, gray trousers and, like, a maroon jacket that stopped just around my waist, you know, but the back of it was longer. And I had on, like, black leather wow. shoes. Like, you know... There were de- there were lots of details. I could give details, but when I was giving too many details, she'd be like, "Okay, let's leave that
1: and and move on. What else is going on?" Interesting. Okay. Interesting that she moved you away from those details. Y-
3: yeah, yeah. I mean, and she and that was kind of her her whole spiel like I would get stuck describing something and she'd be like, "Forget about that, let's move on."
1: That's interesting to me. So, I don't know why.
3: Yeah. Uh and and it wasn't like Day in the life, uh, you know, for me, it was like jumping around to different time periods, different events in that one life, let's say. Okay, and uh, let's, and, and then when I, when, when she's like, okay, you know, the, the session's, uh, about up, so let's bring you back out of this. And she, you know, kind of helped, um, helped come, come back out. Uh, at one point, uh, towards the end there, she was like, you know, imagine yourself rising up above the planet and you are making contact with the ascended masters and you know, this, this, you, you you'll want to thank them for doing this for you or this and that. Uh, and then brought me out of it. And, um, like my, my eyes were, were very teary afterwards.
1: So it was like an emotional experience. Was, or it, there were, there were emotional
3: like- parts of it. Um, and yeah, it's, it, it's, um, it was wild, but like the, the more I have thought about it, the more I'm like, there were there were certain things I talked about prior to like that. She took
1: you for a ride, almost like here, like like she she knew where to guide you through it, kind of thing. Is that what you're saying?
3: You know, it wasn't even so much that as I talked about um, like uh, uh, old ships, like pirate ships, you know, ma- masted ships. And like that, that was, I was on a ship in one part of it. And I, you know, to me, it's like what I talked about and stuff, I think directly inspired what I did in this hypnotic session. And um, I don't think anything that came out of it was not something I could fully make up myself or dream about and and to me, my my biggest takeaway was it's kind of like a combination of, um, making up a story on the spot and dreaming. So it was like a guided uh, dream, like
1: like a guided a guided like a um, yeah, like a guided writer session, exactly. almost or yes. something. That's interesting. Uh, how long was the whole thing from like going in there to well, for how long were you under? Let's say or doing? I doing think that whole probably thing? about forty five minutes. Okay.
3: The whole session's about an hour, an hour and a half, and I think, I, I think the whole thing took maybe forty-five minutes while I was under like that. I'm trying to remember now. This is funny, you know, talking about memory, but I'm trying to remember. I feel like there was maybe two to three sessions. I'm I'm thinking it's it's probably two, like one where I kind of talk about my expectations, and she talks about like you know what I should expect and then one where we actually do the session. Yeah, um, but I am I'm, I'm pretty sure I went out there at least
1: twice for that. So yeah. It's interesting to hear from someone who went in open-minded, it sounds like you did, and then your your takeaway is what? Like what how do you feel about it after doing well, it and seeing it? my takeaway I guess is that if you are
3: if if you think there's some kind of issue or something going on in your life and you want a different angle of how to deal with it, this is one way to um <laughs> kind of get some therapy on it. I guess maybe another
1: tool. Another your,
3: tool. Yeah, your, it's I don't think yeah. it's quite as good as just straight up talking about the issue with somebody, you know, who can yeah. offer some good advice and stuff, but it's one way to try and get an understanding of of things that might be going on and and all that said i don't think it's by looking uh, at a past life you have lived i think it's you are making stuff up in a guided uh session like you said or kind of a like a guided writers session um and that is how you're getting your uh your approach to the therapy I don't. I don't believe it had anything to do with an actual life or ascend, ascended masters or anything like that.
1: Yeah. So knowing that, knowing what you know now, would you do it again?
3: I don't think I would do it again. Uh, I wouldn't be opposed if it were free.
1: You know. Well. Oh yeah. What did it cost? That I, was. I, I forgot to. Pretty
3: ask. Pretty sure it was like two hundred bucks.
1: Wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
3: But you know, it's. I wanted to try it. I was
1: like, I want to experience this and and see for myself and. I can I would I would like to try it I guess just to to see myself and go in as open minded as I can I can't shell that out No I, and nor uh, nor I don't think should you <laughs>
3: I don't think I would recommend it If I had it.
1: that money I would go get my parapsychology uh degree from Sally Struthers
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was interesting like I'm not sad I did it and I'm
1: not sad I spent the money on it per se cuz right. I can well, talk it's, about it's it one with of those, you right now you know Absolutely it's a, it's one of those things you've done in your life you go I've got, you're the only person I know that's been through. Yeah. That. Yeah. You know, so that's uh that's actually kind of cool in that way. Let's go to break real quick. When we come back. Let's m- go into more concerns about hypnotic regression and hypnosis and how it's used and abused in the world. That's coming up next on hysteria. 51 pepperidge farm remembers. <laughs> Yeah, that's all you need. You just need some Pepperidge Farm, and you can save that two hundred dollars. Get you some of those double. What are those double chocolate Pepperidge Farm cookies that are just delicious?
3: I don't know, but I I go for the Milano's.
1: That's it. The du- the Milano, but they have the they have the double chocolate Milano. The double, yeah, yeah. You're like I don't Dub- know what you're talking about, but here's the answer to that exact question. <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of concerns about hypnotic regression, um, as. You've heard us kind of talk about and we're going to talk about more, but we got a quote from the late Dr. Ian Stevenson, the founder of the research division of the University of Virginia. He specialized in hypnosis. What did he have to say?
3: Well, he says, I do not engage in experiments with hypnotic regression to previous lives. I do not recommend hypnotists to persons who wish to have this experience. I do not approve of any hypnotist who makes promises to clients that suggest they will certainly return to a previous life under his direction. I do not approve of anyone who charges fees for acting as a hypnotist in such experiments.
1: Yikes. (gasps) Pointed.
3: (laughs) I do not undertake verifications of details that may emerge from such experiments, except in the extremely rare instances that seemed to me to show strong evidence of some paranormal process. Interesting. Instances of responsive xenoglossy, uh speaking in a foreign language not normally learned, mm-hmm. may be included in this small group that I am interested in investigating. Well, yeah. Although opposed to commercial exploitation of unwarranted claims for hypnotic regression, I am in favor of serious research with hypnotic regression Back and forth. Keep going. <laughs> yeah. The above remarks apply with some modifications to amateur experiments with Ouija boards, planchettes, and automatic writing. In most such experiments, the person's concerned tap into nothing more than the subconscious layers of the minds of one or more of the participants. The dangers of deception and self-deception are perhaps greater than in experiments with hypnosis, especially when the person's experimenting become convinced that they are being guided by discarnate personalities. Mm-hmm. Here again, in rare instances, some paranormal process may be involved in the results of such experiments, and very rarely they have produced evidence suggestive, evidence suggestive of actual contact with a discardant personality. But in the majority of instances, such evidence is totally lacking.
1: That's really interesting because he poo-pooed on it, but he was pretty open-minded too, like it can happen, but the charlatans out there aren't going to help you. If you want to read more on this gentleman, I I, there there's links to some of his stuff in the show notes. He really did go into some deep dives with people that were having paranormal experiences and use hypnosis sparingly uh, because he thought that it could be a crutch to, to boost up the, the bad side of these things. He was, uh, yeah. he was an interesting, interesting fellow and an interesting look out on all of this. And even him who believed in it said, uh, do not use it. It's bad, bad juju <laughs> yeah. back to yeah. law enforcement. David, guess who leads the country in investigative hypnosis? Let's see if I had to guess, I
3: would say it's. Deep in the heart of Texas. Rootin',
1: tootin', loud and proud Texans. That's who yeah. <laughs> they got their gun racks, they got their open beverage containers, and they got their hypnosis. <laughs> most, most states have an outright ban because of the vast number of wrongful convictions it's led to. But let's not let a few wrongful deaths due to bad convictions keep us down. We're Texas. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they actively train police officers across the state, uh, to sharpen or recall crime witnesses, lost memories, Jeez. man, uh, paging, <laughs> planted memories. Uh, mm. yeah, uh, they, they train them as well as they train them for everything else. And that is an issue that you'll have. You'll hear from a lot of law enforcement is they lack in training in a lot of things. That's not a, a crapping on the law enforcement. They they need more training. They deserve more training, and it's hard to come up with. The Dallas Daily News reports that at least 11 people in Texas were executed in cases where police use hypnosis. Today, four people are on Texas death row because of the practice. So we got a quote here. Once you have, at a minimum, serious questions that a technique sent a man to death row, you need to change the way you use that technique. That's from Gregory Gardner. He's an attorney who has defended two men on death row because of hypnosis. And he went on to tell the Dallas morning news hypnosis does so much more harm to innocent people than getting guilty people behind bars. Hmm. It's one of those things that these projects that are working to get people out of that, you know, that have been um, put into jail or put on death row under dubious circumstances or found out that there is evidence that they they are free and they just don't want to let them out. It is amazing that these things happen all the time. And now we know that some people who have been executed because of hypnosis were found to be innocent. Now this is, is there misunderstanding? Well, supporters and skeptics both agree. It's not a mind control control technique. They're not, um, it's not click like a chicken, um, bit that's not what's going on you hear a car horn right they also don't put people to sleep which is a trope that many believe uh you know the you know you're getting very sleepy you know and that shit subjects are alert and wake at all times like you talked about also cbot they don't employ swinging watches or vortexes or vortices Usually. Idiots. But they have been used in the past. That was that trope was used to be remember the the spinning spiral, you know, staring. Franz Mesmer, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or if you're into uh G.I. Joe, uh, uh, Crystal Ball was one of the the hypnotists for Cobra. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think his name was Crystal Ball. Tell me in the you guys can tell me if I'm wrong. Anyway. It wasn't a girl? Nope, it was a guy, and he looked kinda like uh if I remember right he looked kind of like Craven the Hunter from Marvel Comics. But he had like a shield that was one of those uh spinning vortexes. You looking it up? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, he,
3: yeah, he kind of looks like the comedian meets Craven the Hunter.
1: Yeah. <laughs> with like a Does he have um, like a shield that's like a spinning thing?
3: With like yeah, a little uh shield that that would be right at home on a New Mexico wall. <laughs>
1: Oh, man. <laughs> oh, anyway. Go, uh, uh, he was uh, used to guard the weather dominator. Anyway. <laughs> there is also agreement. Harp? That <laughs> harp. 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 There is also agreement that hypnosis can be valuable in therapy. We talked about that. Mental health professionals have used it to get patients to kick addictions and as a relaxation yeah. tool to heal trauma. Stuff we mentioned in the opening, that is important. That is not what we're saying is, is bad. Any tool you can have in your toolbox that can help you that isn't implanting things is good unless those things that you're implanting are bionics, uh, because we're all going to be cyborgs one day (laughs) exploited or people are is when the issue arises. Uh, but the rift between is over whether the hypnosis can sharpen or unlock lost memories, like in a rape or a robbery scenario, when the person mm-hmm. was under stress and having a hard time remembering, that's when they say where they're going to use it. So law enforcement personnel use forensic hypnosis, uh, employing the technique as a relaxation tool to get witnesses and victims to recall what they saw, but people say they're easily manipulated, uh, with suggestion and scientists and doctors who study hypnosis agree. That's, that's the scary part. At the end of the day, th- there have been many cases where it's helped and many where it's hurt. Take for instance, hypnosis helped find the subject who kidnapped twenty-six California children, uh, they were school children in seventy-eight. And also hypnosis used was hypnosis was used to convict Ted Bundy, the serial killer. <laughs> I mean, at that point it's just kind of like icing on the cake. Right. right. In Texas, though, the state we've been given shit to, uh, you know, it's not to poo-poo on Texas, but, you know, it's been used to catch an Amarillo Bank robber in 2013. He was a suspect and led to the 2016 arrest of two accused of raping and stabbing a woman and leaving her unconscious, uh, partially clothed in a the field. These are, these are good things. Even the government plays with it. Uh, the CIA has turned to it. The Justice Department believes it can be helpful on rare occasions. That's what their official... <laughs> statement is, and the FBI requires sketch artists to learn it to so like relax people so that they can, they can remember things. Mm. So Joseph Green, a professor at Ohio State University at Lima, he's the two time, uh, two different times of the past president of the American Psychological Association, Society of Psychological Hypnosis. Whew, that rolls off the tongue. <laughs> you mean APASF? APASF? was. Uh, he said that the problem is movies have erroneously conditioned Americans to believe it's a kind of truth serum malarkey movies are to blame those are the truth sheets and <laughs> the documents what's he say
3: he says it's pretty easy to have people change or modify memories at least to some extent by the use of hypnosis and this and other memory techniques like journaling or age regression are quote fraught with pitfalls and danger Leading questions and
1: bias from the interviewer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It's just, if there's uh, this much question or doubt, we need to probably throw it out. You know, if the glove doesn't fit, you must acquit. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And Chewbacca is from the planet. Kishik. (laughs) He's using the Chewbacca defense, especially (laughs) criminal defense attorneys say, uh, if that interviewer is a law enforcement officer, they can use it to lead people, and that is a scary thing. Do you think that takes place? Do you think that uh, people are trying to get a conviction so they lead people down those roads? Oh, I'm uh,
3: without a doubt, probably,
1: yeah. You heard him first here. He hates the police. W- without <laughs> a
3: doubt, probably.
1: Yeah. <laughs> right, right, exactly.
3: <laughs> there is no doubt. Well, that's human error. That's happening. human that's <laughs> Well, yeah, it's human error, it's human bias, it's all the fallibility that that humans carry with us, you know. And it, it I don't think until we get um some kind of unbiased AI that can um reliably do this, uh, you it's, it's just gonna up, be fall in
1: peril. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he's the unbiased AI we're looking for. <laughs> it feels like it should be regulated. Uh, and not allowed to be conducted by so many. It's like one of those things where, well, I'll, I'll give it a shot. Eh, you're hired. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, isn't it crazy that there's that it's not regulated, you know, that's, um, sure. I don't know. I don't know. In a, in a perfect world, we, it, there would be no leading, uh, leading, you know, anything, but that's just not the world we live in. Unfortunately,
3: you know, doesn't it seem like it, it it has some kind of usefulness to it, but we're just not at the point where uh, we understand it and can use it enough to make it viable?
1: Right. Or they need to be like two hypnosis uh, administrators that uh, administ- yeah administrators that uh, are on opposite sides, you know, taking tabs on one another, and then I don't think that the person would be relaxed and be able to do it. So yeah we're not there yet. The aliens are trying to teach us how to relax and to t- treat our planet better so that we can do hypnosis. That's all they're really here for. I want you to you need to take this you need to take this back to your leaders and let them know Jerry from dunkin Donuts uh we are here for x, y, and z. I don't yeah. know um yeah it just feels feels to me like it should be regulated. How many of you listening, have you ever had it? Have you ever known anyone who's also had hypnosis used against them in a court case or anything like that? Because that would be bananas to me. And yet it happens all the time. Tell us, you can tell us by going to Facebook and look up Hysteria Nation. That's our regular discussion group. And uh, while you're on there, Hysteria 51, facebook.com slash Hysteria 51 pod. That's our regular page. Patreon voicemails everything you can find links to all of it through our brand new brand spanking new version of hysteria51.com you can leave said voicemails now on there with your phone or your computer just click on the microphone you got 90 seconds to tell david how handsome he is and then nice then throw three into the bus there <laughs> yeah will you replace my memories of how handsome i think i'm not <laughs> i am so what we're gonna uh we're gonna replace those memories with photos fr- of you from Google images. I'm not sure which ones. We'll figure those out later. Oh god <laughs> You son of a bitch. Anyway. <laughs> uh what you got going on? Or do you need me to help you remember? I can uh you're getting very sleepy. Ten. <laughs> deeper you're and, deeper, implant, deeper uh, and deeper deeper and deeper.
3: People should go. <laughs> Uh, check out Blurry Photos. It's my other podcast, Deep Dives on These Topics, BlurryPhotos.org, all the podcatchers. Same thing with trivia. If you enjoy trivia, check out Quiz Quiz Bang Bang, QuizBangPod.com, all the podcatchers for that. Um,
1: yeah, that's uh, that's what's going on in my world, Brent. If you've got one last takeaway to tell people, if they're ever offered this, yay or nay, do they do it or not?
3: The past life regression?
1: Yeah. I wouldn't spend money on it.
3: Yeah. Okay.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: If you're curious and, you know, you want the experience, uh, go for it. You know, it'll give you a, a story to tell. Um, yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't spend more than $150. On right.
1: I think that, we need to, my takeaway is I think we need to dive into some Dr. Even Dr. Eden Stevenson, because that cat sounded like he was into some stuff, uh, you know, and talking about ghosts and planchettes and. Oh, disembodied yeah, this yeah. and that and the other it's an interesting take so that might uh, that might be my takeaway is we need to do a deep dive on on him and we can probably reach out to some of the people from his university so if you know him or know anything about him reach out to us that'll be fun with that said mm-hmm. i've been brent i've been david he's been conspiracy bot stay woke meet sacks. it
2: was terrible it was just terrible i'll never get over it as long as i live
0: That's it for another edition of Hysteria 51. We'll be back next week with yet more of the unexplained, the unexplored and the unheard of. Oh, if it's unheard of, how will they know about it?